This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly. Today we're going to be talking about green building, but it's going to be a slightly different tack on green building than maybe we've covered on episodes previous. Most people have associated green building with bare bones homes that carry few amenities and a great deal of sacrifice, or at least that's the idea. However, there's an entirely different segment of the green building movement happening that includes high-end, eco-friendly luxury homes. So the idea is, is this avant-garde or is it an oxymoron? These eco-friendly luxury homes which are not priced for the faint of heart, offer green building features, but without any sacrifices in building quality or amenities. In fact, this segment of the green building market has become so popular that there's even a new TV show on the topic called Alter Eco. The Alter Eco program, which is on the Planet Green Network, stars Adrian Grenier of Entourage and Devil Wears Prada fame, and my guest, Richard Bird, who is now regarded as one of the premier green building experts and is the builder personality on the show, we're going to talk with Richard today about the sh- his experience on the show and about this idea of eco-friendly luxury homes. So, Richard, welcome to the program. No, thanks a lot. So very, Good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. Very, very cool uh, TV show and experience. I mean, I, I can only imagine what it's been like for you to be thrust into the limelight, as it were. Why don't we just start by you telling us how you got involved with the show and the experience of being on there? You know, I got involved with the show because uh, Adrian's a friend of mine, and we're we're working on a movie together. So it, he he was uh, pitching a show about living kind of a cool lifestyle to Planet Green, and they wanted to move forward with it. But there was a missing element. They wanted to actually build something. They wanted to have something that would create an arc of the season, so like a build of a house. So since I own a development company, he came to me and, and he said, you know, do you want to build a, a greenhouse? I was like, "Hey, that sounds like a challenge." And then, and then as I started getting into it, I realized, "Oh God, this is going to be one of the first of its kind." And and there's not a lot of people out there that know how to do it. So I kind of bit off more than I could chew. And then, um, as we started filming, the network came to me, and they're like, "You know, we only have 14 weeks to shoot, and we actually want the house finished by the uh, by the end of the shooting schedule." Wow. So initially, we were just going to have wow. it as a as a backdrop for the show and then it was like we needed a finished product so yeah that was probably one of the worst 14 weeks of my life because <laughs> i mean i had to go to work all day to shoot and stop and shoot and stop so that held up my crews and then my staff and me would go back to my office and actually study green products all night because no one that in my area had built a lead platinum house so we didn't really have a lot of uh, uh, consultants or stuff to choose from, so we had to do everything internally. But you know, the, the beauty of all that is, it really educated us now. And like you said, I mean, I, I get regarded as an expert all over. I speak at corporations, and I teach a class at UCLA, and 
it was all due to that experience. So it was definitely a turning point in my life. Interesting. Now, prior to that, had you just been building luxury homes without any sort of green aspect to them? Yeah, completely. I always build in the Hollywood Hills and, and I've always had like a celebrity clientele. So yeah, they've all been pretty much luxury homes and, and I'd never taken on the, uh, the green challenge before. Interesting. Now, has this affected your building company and, and the work you do long-term or was that just sort of a one-off thing to do it for the show and Adrian? Oh no, for sure. I, I, as we, st- we were internally thinking about making the choice to only building sustainable stuff. And we were really trying to figure out a business model to that. And, um, uh, you know, after the show with the financial situation in the world, I mean, now banks aren't lending. So the construction industry stopped to a dead halt and, you know, it was kind of a blessing for us that we had moved into the environmental uh, space before this happened, because I would be like pretty much all, all other builders and just on hold until, you know, capital frees up to where now we're getting calls to consult on government contracts and schools and just wild amounts of things. So for us, it, it was a, it was a godsend. Like I said, it was the worst 14 weeks of all time, but I, I think the payday and the payoff for what's happening to us now and in the future, it, it's amazing. That's fantastic. So tell us, when did the filming, well, when were you first approached about the project and when did filming start and then stop? Um, I was first approached when when Planet Green was actually in the kind of conceptual stages of, of what they were going to do for programming. And then, and then it just seemed like uh, it went by really quick. And before we knew it, it was, it was time to start filming. And like I said, we only had 14 weeks. So and this was every in two, week. This was in abs- 2008? Yeah, in 2008. 2008, okay. So every, every week of shooting was one episode. So anybody that watches the show can see the changes you see in one episode were all a week. And, you know, in only 14 weeks, we, we had to deconstruct a house that was on the lot. Um, we recycled the, the contents of that house. And we had the largest um, uh, diversion rate of any company in the country. I mean, it was 98.6%. So we kept out almost 100% of the of the demolition of the existing structure out of landfill and that was that was one of the first things that i was just really proud about and it wasn't that hard you know everybody was telling me oh there's no way you're gonna be able to recycle this that wasn't that hard you know we set up teams here and as we dismantled the current house we just separated all the stuff from the stucco the wood the piping the 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 electrical cable anything that came out of the of the existing structure was just separated. And then we found recycling companies and, you know, it, like I said, it wasn't that hard and we were getting told like, you're not going to be able to do it. Oh, how are you going to do this? And then the time schedule. And I think that's one of the big misconceptions too. People think that building a greenhouse or, or, you know, tearing down something and doing it the proper ways is going to be more time consuming. It's going to uh, raise your construction costs considerably. And what we found is that's really not true. I mean, there, there is a slight increase, but with any new technologies, there's always going to be a slight increase in price. Now, the, the home on the show, does Adrian actually live in that home now or is it was it put up for sale? What, what happened with it? Yeah, ultimately, we were going to sell it. But then I stepped in and I ended up keeping it. So it's my current residence. Oh, good for you. So are you talking to us from that home right now? I am. I'm, I'm sitting in my office here at the house. Oh, very cool. Now, where can people find pictures of the home online? 
Um, if they go to uh, planetgreen.com forward slash alter eco, there's a uh, slideshow of the house on on the uh, alter eco part of Planet Green. Now, is this the Dundee house, which is featured on your website at Bird Development, which is BYRD for those listening in? Uh, is that the same house as the, the Dundee house? It is. Yeah, same house. And so that is the, and I, you, I see that on the website you mentioned it's the first and only custom platinum lead home ever done. Now, platinum lead is usually associated with commercial building projects. You don't usually see a, a platinum residential project. So is this, is this really the very first one in the country? Well, yeah, it, it, there's different, um, you're right. The lead system is really established in the commercial realm. And when we built this house, we were actually in the pilot program for lead. They didn't even you know, finished the complete set of rules. So, so me and a few other people were in the pilot program. And I believe the first platinum lead home in the country was a, um, was built by my friend, Steve Glenn of living homes. And that's a modular home. So there's different sets of rules because modular homes aren't really governed by the, by the, um, the local regulators where it's built. It's actually regulated via the state. So, you know, so they could take, that's the only way they could do it because then they could have it done in production facility and deliver it to anywhere in that state. So they deal with a different set of rules, but he, he beat us, he beat us to the punch by like a year. So you're, so you're part of really Adrian's green entourage in real life. Is that correct? (laughs) Yeah, I I would say that's correct. What's it like? What's he like? Is, is he really big in the environmental movement? Uh, Or was this sort of, again, just sort of a one-off project for him? No, Adrian really lives the life. He 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 walks the walk for sure. Um, he's a big environmentalist. He we we if you watch the show and and if you know us, we're so much different because you know I think he's very hippie to where I'm very, for lack of better words, corporate. I guess, and it's 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 a it's a weird relationship that we have just because of that you know we're so much we're so different but you know we work together pretty well i i like the guy a lot he's great it's great how long have you guys known each other hmm not too long maybe 3 years it's great and so and when we, so when you were first approached by uh by him about the project in 2008 or even before that uh, I think it, it, in the first part of uh, or in the the ending of 2007, probably first part of 2008, right around there. That's great. And so, are there plans for a follow up to the show or a second season? Yeah, actually, actually, the, the, it looks like there's going to be a second season, and um, I signed for another show, so I don't know if I'm going to be in the second season if I can. But uh, yeah, there, there's it, it, it'll be fun. What? I think that if they do move to a second season might be a farm or something wild. I heard some talk. Interesting. So, well, that's your dance card is already so full from it that you can't even necessarily commit to the second season of the first show. I love it. So how, uh, how has, uh, this affected your life going from, you know, a luxury home builder to being famous in, in, in Hollywood terms. I, that must've been a major change for you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm famous in Hollywood yet. But it was, uh, it was, it's fun. I gotta say it was was a blast. It's definitely fun. And, um, you know, I'm really excited that that I have another show coming out, which is really just about me and my company. And that's going to be a really fun thing too. You know, it's going to be pretty hard to work when you got cameras around you 24 seven, but I'm excited about it. 
And I think that it, you know, the one of the things that that I had disagreements with with Planet Green was the way that they profiled the movement. And I thought that they were kind of preaching to the choir, you know, everybody's living by candlelight, turning off lights, doing all this stuff. And I don't know, I have a different vision for Green where I'm just so optimistic that I think we're going to come with an energy solution, new, new, new way, new ways to power cars, you know, really harnessing solar power in a much larger scale to where those little things that, that can make changes now ultimately are going to be obsolete. Like it's not going to matter if you leave your whole house lights on all night, all day, because you know, it's solar power anyways. So I just see a different vision and, and that's kind of the stuff that I want to show with with my new show, I would actually really want to show living life and the backdrop happens to be, you know, it's sustainable, it's green to where Planet Green and their first set of programming, I think they really came out and tried to like ram green down people's throat and it was a turnoff. Well, I think that it's there's certainly room for more than one vision about this and more than one market segment representation. You know, there are going to be criticisms, but I'm sure there'll be criticisms uh, from people who listen to this episode or you know, who watched the show to say, well, you're, you're taking away from, you know, what, what this is really about, that it's less is more. It's about, you know, being conservative. It's, it's about scaling down, scaling back and all those things. And while I generally agree with that, I think to, to, to some degree, uh, as a general course of action that we, we need to be um, using less stuff and we need to be, um, increasing the sustainability of our existence at the same time, the reality is, and I'm, and I'm very much a person who is a pragmatist at heart, believes that and knows that there are always going to be different market segments. There are going to be, there always is going to be a, a eco, you know, lo- room for eco luxury homes and people who, who don't, aren't going to drive. They're going to drive a Tesla or they're going to drive a, a lightning car or a Fisker Karma and they're not going to buy a Prius. Uh, right. and, and so, you know, it makes sense for all segments of the market to be um, influenced by the green movement, by the environmental movement, to be eco-conscious. And so I, I think there's certainly room for it, and it's also an interesting story. So we certainly welcome uh, you know, that, and uh, on, on, at least on this show, you're not going to find that sort of uh, rigidity of thinking. So we, I want to get... <laughs> Thank <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Well, and I want to hear more about the specifics uh, about the, the home itself, some of the products that you employed and techniques you employed. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We're talking with Richard Bird, and he is the, the founder and builder for Bird Development, and he is also uh, working with the or was working with the Planet Green Network on a show called Alter Eco, which stars Adrian Grenier of Entourage. And he was part of the Green Entourage on that show. And we'll be back with Richard right after this. Thanks, everyone. Hey, everyone. We're back on Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly. We're talking about building eco-luxury green homes. We're talking with Richard Bird, who is on the show on Planet Green Network called Alter Eco, starring Adrian Grenier and my guest, Richard Bird, featured as the builder personality on the show. So, Richard, we were talking about the show and uh, some of the things uh, about your experience on this, on that show, but I wanted to hear specifically about the home itself and some of the features of the home, products that you employed, things like that. Can you give us sort of a, a virtual uh, fly-through, as it were, of the house? Yeah, for sure. The, the, the house, um, we really wanted to start with uh, making it fit in the neighborhood. And where we built the house, the, the area is called Los Feliz of the Hollywood Hills, and it's a, it's a real throwback to the 20s, the, the probably – most dominant architectural style in Los Feliz is Spanish homes. So we knew we wanted to come out the gate with a Spanish style home. 
And also, we wanted to hide all the green elements. And one of the things that I had seen with a lot of greenhouses is that they really look green. You know, you can see them from a block away. It's 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 the sore thumb in the neighborhood. And um, so we wanted to hide all of that. So that was basically our design strategy from the from the onset. And then we knew that we wanted to achieve platinum certification, and that that's a tough set of roles. So. Walking through the house, I mean, we, we have a 4,000 square foot house. Um, we probably would have built it larger if if we weren't doing a green home, but we kept it in that scale. The uh, The house has a movie theater, five bedrooms, four bathrooms, um, a giant master suite. Uh, one of the things on the show that was kind of funny is I told Adrian I wanted to build a shower that could fit 20 girls, and <laughs> we got beat up in the press for that, but... Um, it has a giant master shower. I kind of got my wish there, and it's 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 a great house. Um, the house has hardwood floors through fifty percent of the house, and they were um, from Carlisle Flooring, and they were in, they're insane. They were um, old barn siding that they had found for us, and then they milled it into a great floor. And one of the cool things that I found about using reclaimed flooring and old flooring like that, and I'd use that actually in other projects because some of the designers wanted that antique sort of look, but these floors are so hard. I mean, it, oak's usually a pretty easy floor to scratch up and stuff, but because these the, the wood planks in my floor are probably 200 years old, they're so solid and so hard. And, and I'm always amazed that when we throw parties here, we, there's never scratches in the floors. Um, one of the things that we did was we just sealed the floors with linseed oil. So ooh, there's no stain. There's no um, off-gassing sort of chemical or sealer. It's just linseed oil, and they look amazing. I, I, I'm going to interject if you don't mind on that one too. And I'm going to sound like I'm completely pandering here to one of our sponsors, but Carlisle, uh, we, we actually um, got Carlisle floors about 10 years ago, long before green, green living ideas was yeah, or green talk radio was a, an apple in my eye. And, uh, uh, and we, we, they're just amazing floors. I, I have to say they, they are, and they have the recycled barn wood that you're describing. And for anybody who's looking for a company that's really committed to sustainability in all you know parts of their the process, whether it's new or recycled wood, definitely you should look at the Carlisle products because they are phenomenal. And the company itself is a very green company through and through. I've gotten to know them over the course of the last few years. So yeah, I wanted to give, give a plug to them. For sure. Yeah. Carlisle is, I highly recommend them. They are, they're amazing. One of the other things that, that we have in the house is the whole house, we have paperless drywall and that was to combat any sort of mold issues. So that, that cost us a little bit more, but that's another thing that I would highly recommend to anybody doing a remodel or anything, get, get paperless drywall. It, it works well. It, it, it paints out exactly, you know, like any other product. And that was really cool. Um, the kitchen, our kitchen here at this house is really off the chain. I mean, I, I encourage anyone to go to the website and look at the pictures. The kitchen is uh, from a company called Basio, and the the kitchen is 100% wheat board. So basically, wheat board's a remnant of the of the the food manufacturing of wheat. So so the remnants are made into a press board. And there's no VOCs. It doesn't off-gas. We have all Fagor appliances um, that, that beat out the Energy Star. Like, they're just off the chart. Like, Energy Star has certain guidelines that you have to be in between to get the Energy Star rating. rating. We, we are, like, off the chart of that. They don't even start where our products start. 
So the kitchen's just insane. And one of the things that I do like about the kitchen is the uh, induction cooktop. That was a new thing. And I read a lot about how energy savings, how, how it can really be an energy saver. But now living at the house and utilizing it, it's amazing. I can boil water on this thing in probably about 15 seconds. Wow. So I found now that my cooktop is more efficient than my microwave. And and that's just amazing to me. So I, I kind of picked up cooking and, you know, I'm, I'm a single guy. I don't really know how to cook, but I can boil some water now, you know? Yeah, it certainly it certainly helps uh, in that endeavor to have those kinds of toys. So I take it that it's, this probably is one of those things where if you have to ask what the price is, you probably can't afford it. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, I would say. But, you know, it's in line with other high-end appliances. I, I would say it would be in line with, um, you know, a Viking or, or a Wolf range of gas a induction is right there in that sort of price range and it's well worth the money i mean that that's one of the products i really like and then with like water savings we, we used all low flow stuff and i thought we were gonna have to give up a lot of comfort and and you know the showers who doesn't like a you know nice hot multi-flow shower but we used low flow and Kohler came through like champs i mean they were the the ultimate pick that we really had to go with because they offered the most products, the widest selection. I got to say, they came through so hard, and I champion their new one-gallon flush toilets. I actually flew out to their factory to take a look at it, and these toilets operate better. Most of the times when I'm looking at a green product and you're looking at an energy hog product, the energy hog product might function a little bit better, but you know you, you sacrifice a little bit to have something environmental. With Kohler's one-gallon flush toilets, I mean, they really went over the top. It's actually a better performing product. So not only is it a green product, not only does it save you know 50% of your water usage in your toilets, but it flushes better. I mean, you could put a water bottle in that thing and flush it. You know, it's amazing. I, I gotta say that that's probably. One of the products that I talk about the most is, is those toilets. They're just, they're great, great. And all of these products, I assume, are featured during different episodes of the program? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and d- due to how fast we were moving, we had like 80 to 100 people on the site a day. So you uh, you don't really get to to see the installation of a lot of this stuff. But that's another thing that if you go to the Planet Green website or, or my website, you could see a lot of these products, and I, and I think there's actually a product list of what we used and uh, where, what companies that uh, that we got those products from on the Planet Green website. So anybody that's looking to do a remodel, it's www.planetgreen.com forward slash Alter Eco, and then just look for the Alter Eco headquarters, and it'll give a detailed list of everything that we used. That's great. Well, I had a few questions for you, um, just about more general questions uh, about the green movement. And specifically, I was wondering what your thoughts were about cheaper energy prices and, and how they're affecting the green movement. Okay. Um, I really think that the the cheaper energy costs right now are negatively affecting the green movement. I see it everywhere. I just read a report that Hummer sales were up and Prius sales were down once gas you know went back down to a dollar 85 or whatever it is nationally right now and and i just find that amazing it was like when when the costs of everything were much higher the movement had real legs and now that gas is miraculously down it's the movement's kind of stopped and i really find that disappointing i think that 
maybe the government should step in at some point and maybe start taxing. You know, I, I, I'm a businessman. I can't even believe this is coming out of my mouth, but I really think that we need to drive up the prices of energy to get movement on, on conservation and just in the home, in the auto field, everywhere. It's, it's, it's one of my pet peeves. I, I, I don't like to see that. I don't like to see that the movement's really only affected by dollars and cents and that no one else gets the, the idea without it affecting their pocketbook. Yeah, it's unfortunately we do see. I, I don't know. I don't know that I would agree that the, the movement has stopped, but certainly there is uh, undeniably a connection between the price of oil and the um, sort of the momentum or level of momentum behind the movement. So hopefully that uh, will, will change in the future and, and certainly that there won't be any significant slowdowns because well, we certainly cannot afford that. Um, I also was wondering your thoughts on the Obama administration's uh, stimulus package. They have this idea of weatherizing a million homes. It's a $5 billion package. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's great. I, I think that it's definitely going to be a stimulus to the construction industry, and it's going to get contractors that may have you know, be, were on the way of going out of business now educated in something that's going to that's going to be around for a long time. And I think weatherization is is one of the best steps one can take to conserve. I mean, a lot of people think it's light bulbs and this and that, but that reflects, you know, 15 to 20% of the energy costs. The real problem with homes is heating and cooling. That That's where the majority of the energy is. And if you don't have a properly weatherized house, I mean, you're, you're losing all of this energy to, to, you know, go out the cracks of the doors and poor windows and all of that. So, I'm I'm really jazzed on the weatherization and and I see the stimulus package really picking up uh, the green movement, especially in the construction industry, but all around. You know, we're working with uh, the school system right now here in Los Angeles, and they got money. You know, they had shovel ready projects, so there's going to be 11 additions to the uh, to the city colleges here in Los Angeles, and they're all making sustainable efforts. Mission College is going to be the first lead platinum. Um, college here in Los Angeles. And then there's a few other projects that I'm not really privy to talk about, but they're going to be coming down the pipeline and they're all going to have a lead status too. So I'm really excited about the stimulus package. I think it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, so with all your newfound fame from the Planet Green show, Alter Eco, and your association with uh, Adrian, uh, what's the future looking like for Richard Bird and Bird Development? Um, you know, it, it's, it's looking good. It's looking bright. I'm really excited about the, uh, new TV show that I'm working on that I was talking about with, it's just me and my company. Can you share the name of that show yet? We were tentatively calling it bird of paradise. So that might change. Um, and, uh, uh, I, I'm really excited. What, what network is it going to be picked up on so people can look out for it? You know, I can't talk about oh, that. Oh, you right can't. Now. Okay. Well, we won't, I can't. we won't beat you up on that point then. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're also rolling out a, a new concept right now. We're working with some venture capitalists. I put together a really detailed business plan on, on the things that I had found through, through building this house and where I really thought that somebody needs to come up with a concept that's scalable to get this information out to the public. So I started working on a business plan, and that plan really now has legs, and it's also going to be affected by the stimulus package. So 
now it's a lot easier for me to get these meetings with venture capitalists because they all know that that stimulus money is there and everybody's chasing those dollars. So, like I said, I'm really excited that, that the Obama administration is taking real strides in the environmental policies and putting money into, into these industries. I mean, we didn't see that for the last eight years. The last administration seemed like that they just wash the environmental stuff under the carpet. And this administration's really taken a strong stance, and I'm really happy about that. So hopefully in the future you're going to see my new show come out and my new uh, uh, company being rolled out across the nation. So I got my fingers crossed. That's, that's great. Well, I'm glad to hear that at least in your neck of the woods, in your segment of the market, things are going well. Uh, and, and certainly, hopefully, the, the stimulus package will uh, bring that success and, and uh, newfound uh, business to other segments of the building market as well, and spe- specifically including uh, green building efforts. So we hope to see that. And we really appreciate you coming on the program today and talking about the, your experience on the show and what you do with our listeners. So no problem. Thanks a lot for having me. And if anybody wants any information, feel free to call my company. We're all here to help. Right. And your website is bird, B-Y-R-D, development.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Right. And for everybody who's looking for information on the show itself, as Richard mentioned earlier, it is planetgreen.com slash alter eco. And that's ECO, not E-G-O, like alter ego. And my guest today has been Richard Bird. He is the owner of Bird Development. He's a green builder of eco-luxury homes. And he was the builder personality on the Planet Green series Alter Eco, also starring Adrian Grenier. Again, Richard, thanks so much for being with us, and we wish you you much luck in the future. Thanks a lot. Thanks, as always, to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.